Euro 2020-21 on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, simulcasting on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by Winbet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is a straightforward way to take care of your erectile dysfunction. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month of treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. Also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. Finally, we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Our app is now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to our picks, podcasts, and it's the exclusive place to enter all our contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. Hey guys, this is your Euro 2020 group stage show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, looking at the second half of the Match Day 1 games. After this show, we would have seen everybody play their first games. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter, at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter, at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. We are currently simulcasting a Copper America show, both on the Soccer Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. For all of my content, head over to lockbetting.com, where we'll be doing an international podcast every day called International Daily, recapping the Euro 2020 game and looking exclusively at the Copper America. So we'll be doing a Copper America Futures show here and we'll be doing the Copper America at the later stages. But initially, if you want the action every single day for the group stages of the Copper America, it's lockbetting.com. That's where you can get all of my official plays as well. I've carried my clients to 96 months in a row of Transparent Trap Profit. That's eight years in a row without a losing month. And we are looking for the 97th month here. So come on the journey. Sign up over at lockbetting.com. You still have time to get on these Euro 2020 futures. In fact, one of our futures is in bad shape, the, the future for Denmark to qualify with Belgium. So you could actually come on and get that at better odds. Some of them are in good shape. We've got Lukaku for the golden boot. So you would have lost a little bit of value on that. So it's a mixed bag so far, uh, but it's still time to, to come on board. We cash over 80% of our future, so it's well worth it. We're also red hot in the NBA. We've got a 100% record for one unit plays in the MLB. We're having a good NHL season. We had a profitable weekend with the UFC card. I swear wet my picks here on the fight show on the sports gambling podcast network so as i said lockbetting.com is the place to go to get all of my official plays for all sports and of course euro 2020 
looking at these group games, we are going to begin with this Sunday night game. We're going to pick up where we left off and we are going to look at this game between the Netherlands and the Ukraine. Initially, had I decided to tack this show on, uh, tack this game on to the last show, we would have got the Netherlands at four to six. We're now having to take him here at three to five. It's 16 to five to join. It's 19 to four on the Ukraine. And that three to five is really the best price that's out there. I do think the Netherlands will win this game, but um, I do like taking Memphis Depay to manage to find the net hit in this game as a separate bet. And you, you can tack on Memphis Depay and Holland to win for slightly bigger odds. Memphis Depay to score any time is available here at 5-4, to four, and Memphis Depay and Holland to win here is available for you at 7-4. to four. You can bet that either way, whatever you feel most confident about. I think Holland, as I mentioned on the future show, have been drawn into a dream group. There isn't too much statistical data here really supporting um, Holland's form but when you look at the personnel that they have at some point you would think that they would get this right and for me the pie is going to be a key player if Holland are going to get that get to that semi-final which they're projected to get to in terms of getting out of this group playing a third place team then playing one of two runners up in the quarters which will take them through to the semi-final real real nice route they're going to have to um, rely on the pie to do well and they're going to have to win the games here in this group they have the advantage of doing it here in Amsterdam I I think that they'll turn up in Amsterdam for this, these crowds. De Boer or no De Boer um, as your manager? This group, I think, is too easy. And uh, Van Dijk or no Van Dijk? Van de Beek or no Van de Beek? They still have a ton of talent here in this squad. I was doing my fantasy team and uh, I actually had a surplus of, of Holland players that I needed to take out because I really do feel that some of these players, including Memphis Depay, are set up to have a really good tournament here for Holland. So Holland for the win, um, Depay to score. They're separate picks where you can put them together here for seven to four in this one. Up next, we look at the Monday. Uh, afternoon game Monday morning for you guys in the US where Scotland will be hosting the Czech Republic Scotland are the slight underdogs here at 9 to 5 it's 23 to 10 on the draw and it's 13 to 8 on the Czechs I just see this one being a very very tight low scoring game it's very similar to the Wales game although that did have a little bit of a semi-explosion in the second half with some goals. There is some data here to support Scotland winning this as an underdog. The Czech Republic have lost four of their last five away games and they've lost them to nil, so they're not a free-scoring team. Scotland are actually unbeaten at home since September 2019, which is a very good one. Scotland run. Scotland have won their last three meetings with the Czech Republic and the Czech Republic have lost three of their last five away games by a 1-0 scoreline. So, Scotland, definitely a live dog here. Obviously, they're playing at home. This would be their big chance to get points on the board. And, and any kind of win, just one win, puts you in a very, very good position to get through to the next round. Because some of these teams in third place will have no wins. They may have one draw or two draws or something like that. So Scotland really have the opportunity. This is their biggest game. A lot of people will look at the England game because of the rivalry. But I don't think Scotland can realistically win that game. This is a very winnable game for them. So they are a live dog here on the line. I would possibly take them here in the pick market instead so that you can push on a draw. And um, my main play here would be I love the under. The Czechs are not scoring away goals. Scotland are not a free scoring team themselves either. And I think we see a cagey game that's nicked here by either team. Probably Scotland, if you're looking at the data, which, as I said, makes them a live dog and um, a very, very solid play as a pick here in this one. But my official lean here will be under two and a half goals for this. And you do have to lay some juice here because that one is available 8-13. to 13, But I do think it's a relatively solid play. Just don't see three goals from these two teams here in this game. 
Up next, we look at Poland versus Slovakia, where Poland are the three to four favourites. It's twelve to five the draw, and it's four to one here on the Slovaks. Slovaks and uh, and Poland are coming into this tournament on a pretty poor run. So this game is more difficult to call than, than it would seem. When you're looking at this group and the way it was priced up, it looked like a foregone conclusion that Spain would win it and it would be between second place between Poland and Sweden. But Poland and Sweden aren't particularly great and Poland themselves aren't in very good form. Slovakia themselves are not in good form either. They have failed to score in three of their last six matches. Poland, of course, have Lewandowski, who scored 46 goals in all competitions for Bayern this season. And uh, Poland are on a good scoring run with 11 goals scored in their last six matches. But they have enjoyed a difficult build-up to Euro 2020 with draws against Russia and Iceland being uh, followed by the withdrawal of Milik due to a knee injury on Monday. So they are having some issues. I think this game will see um, um, Slovakia make Slovakia make themselves difficult to break down. I do think Poland should be able to find the breakthrough here with the superior talent that they have. But Slovakia's uh, Slovakia. Slovakia's main asset here would be their defence with uh, the likes of Milan Skriniar here in this team. I do think it will be difficult for Poland to break them down. For for me, sounds a little bit boring, sounds a little bit dull, but I'd be looking at another under here in this one. Maybe we can get things going here on the goal front with our fourth game here and our third game on Monday, the eight o'clock kickoff between Spain and Sweden, where Spain are the one to three favourites. It's 15 to four the draw and it's nine to one on Sweden. For me, I, unfortunately, I don't think this is going to be a game where we get loads of goals. I think we're going to see Spain dominating the ball for, for large periods and trying to break this team down. But we also may, may see a little bit of rust uh, from this Spain team, a little bit of difficulty breaking Sweden down because they have had some problems here going into the tournament. So it's not been ideal preparation for Spain with uh, Luis Enrique's um, approach to the start of their 2020 campaign with uh, excluding the Real Madrid players. Then you had Sergio Busquets, Busquets positive COVID-19 test throwing the entire build-up into disarray. Spain had to send their under-21 squad to play their final pre-tournament friendly and they've basically just been training individually since the news broke. So then they had um, Diego Llorente also becoming the second player to, taste, to, to test positive as well. So very, very disruptive build-up. Um, Sweden have got some decent players here. They haven't got um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, but they have got uh, Alexander Izak and Marcus Berg here. So that will be the strike partnership. I don't think that they will be able to, to to penetrate Spain here in this game. I think usually the statistical data would indicate that there will be goals in this game, but I just don't see a free-scoring game myself, despite the fact that Sweden have scored in each of the last seven matches in Spain. I've seen both teams score in five of the last seven games, not including the under-21 under out and against Lithuania. I, I think this is tournament football. I think we'll see a different kind of game. I see. I think we'll see a little bit more caginess. I think Spain will be trying to, to keep the ball and may lack that penetration pass uh, and I think they'll know that going into the game I think they're going to want to set up solidly they're going to know that their preparation hasn't been ideal and they'll be looking just to get out of this with three points whether it's scrappy um, they, they won't really care obviously they want a good a performance as possible and they want to make up for the fact that they haven't really had too much time together and um, look it, it's it's Spain it's tiki taka they're all sort of drilled to play the same style of football yes they play with their clubs but at their core tiki taka is what they know how to do They'll know how to move around. They'll know how to make runs for each other. And uh, I think they'll find a way. What I will say 
is that there isn't really too much value here on the money line price given the circumstances that Spain are going into this game. So I'd be looking to take Spain on their money line, but also tacking on the under four and a half goals because I just don't see five games, five goals, sorry, in this game under the circumstances. So Spain and under four and a half goals would be the way I play this. And uh, I am seeing that one available at 13 to 20 here. Moving on to Tuesday, we begin to tackle the group of death, Group D, and we begin with Hungary. They're the poor team that have to play these three teams, Portugal, France, and Germany. And they start against the European champions. Portugal and Portugal are the one to two favourites to win this game. It's 16 to 5 to draw, and it's 13 to 2 on Hungary. I see a routine win here for Portugal and this is a very good position for Portugal in this group because they are seen as the third favourites but they have the advantage of playing Hungary first. Now this can be a disadvantage if the game goes the way it went for Denmark where they've started with, with they putting themselves in a hole. They had their easiest game first and obviously the circumstances with that surrounding Christian Eriksen were completely unique. I think uh, Denmark were on top of that game um, in, in the first half and they would have found a way to break through. They were obviously completely distracted. I think it was a very bad decision on their part to continue playing that game just 90 minutes after the Ericsson incident. So um, I, I think that, will, that, that really didn't make too much sense for me and that has cost them the game and possibly their spot in the competition. So but so barring a, um, a catastrophic event like that, I think this will be a routine win for Portugal. I think they'll dominate the ball. I don't see there's anything that Hungary can do. Despite the fact they are playing this home game, I think Portugal will win this game comfortably. Portugal have won seven of the last nine internationals with uh, Bruno Fernandes scoring a brace, actually, going into this, um, into this game. He was very, very good in the last friendly that they played, beating Israel. That was actually a, a play that we gave people over at lockbetting.com. This Portugal team have kept clean sheets in three of the last four European Championship Finals matches. Of course, they are the holders and they've won three of the last four competitive games. So I really like Portugal here and I like them to shut Hungary out. You're getting a plus money play here at six to four plus 150. I think that's solid, solid value as Portugal pick up the routine win and put themselves in a good position in the group. Now, one of these two teams in the game of the week, the game of match they won, won't be in a solid position in the group if they lose. And I'm talking about France, the world champions against Germany. France here are available at 13 to 8, 9 to 4 to draw. And Germany also available at 13 to 8. So they cannot separate these two teams here. For me... I think that this game plays into France's hands. I think with the pace they've got up front, when you're looking at Griezmann, Mbappe, and obviously Karen Benzema there to finish, I think they have the killer instinct, and I think they may be able to break on this defence. The onus will be on Germany, the home team, to press the game and push forward, and I think France may be capable of exploiting that and um, putting Germany immediately in this hole. Of course... Germany will have another home game after this against Portugal and then another home game against Hungary to set the ship right. Obviously, this is the most difficult game. I do see goals here in this game. I can see both teams finding the net because it's difficult to see either one of these teams containing the other for the 90-minute period. But France coming to this game, having won six of their last seven. They're unbeaten now in 16 competitive fixtures and they have won four, they have won their last four games without conceding a goal. I think that may go here when you look at the attacking talent that the Germans have here in this team. It's difficult to even see a team as with the depth of France managing to keep the Germans out. 
But will Germany be able to keep France out? Absolutely not. I don't think they will. If you look back to um, Germany's last friendly, they were well in control. Cruise control against Latvia, 5-0 up at half-time. And then when he got to the second half, even Latvia managed to score. There is no way that they'll be able to keep the French out. I would think that Germany are definitely need to, would definitely need to score in this game to get something from it. Therefore, there's value on the, both teams to score for sure. I was very, very surprised at the uh, both teams to score price in this game. It's 10 to 11, yes. And 10 to 11, no. I think for me, it's a certainty that it's going to be yes. So I think this one probably sticks out as my favourite play. But I think inevitably, we may even see a little bit more more than that. I, I mean, I spoke on the Futures show where I was saying that some of these games between these teams in the group of death may be cagey because the know-how is there that beating Hungary and managing to secure just one point in any of the other games will get you out of this group. And I don't think it's really massively necessary to win this group and I don't think it matters if he comes second or third second place looking at today's result between England and Croatia will most likely land you England so perhaps that may be something that what you want to avoid but I think once you're getting out of the rigmarole of playing each other Portugal versus Germany and Portugal versus France and France versus Germany I think once you've suffered through that these three teams will fancy anybody in the last 16 the problem is for for Germany is their home advantage goes after that point so for them it's a real really it's a real the real onus is on them to to use that home advice to win the group I just don't think that they're going to do that until until Hansi Flick comes in here and think, and takes over the team and sorts out this team and sorts out the defence and, and stabilises things I think Jochum Lowe has kind of lost control of the ship and we've seen some massive defensive frailties in this German team we've seen them drop outside of the world's top 10 which is why it was so surprising for me to see them as a favourite despite having the home advantage and I do think if you're looking at a tournament winner from this group and remember I have locked up this group to provide you with the winning team in this tournament you are looking more so at Portugal the European champions or the world champions France especially when you look at that run they're on I don't think you're looking at Germany but hey Germany could surprise us without a doubt this is the most interesting game of game week one this is the most marketable game and I see both teams scoring in it but if I'm to pick a winner, I think France will very much be able to exploit that German backline. And it wouldn't surprise me entirely to see them leaving Germany here with a 2-1 or 3-1 victory. But both teams to score will be my lean here for this one. So that concludes your group stage show here covering the second half of games for match day one. Don't forget to check out all of the other content that is out. The Copa America preview is out and then we will return with the Copa America in the latter part of the competition. If you want Copa America throughout, you need to head over to lockbetting.com and get International Daily. That will be the Copa America every single day along with Euro 2020 recaps. That is the exclusive place to get the Copa America throughout the competition and that's also the place to get all of my official plays. As for here, we'll be covering the tournament throughout. We'll be Back in a couple of days' time, we'll be looking at match day two and the first six games of match day two, which, of course, will feature England versus Scotland. Teams already looking at the opportunity to cement their qualification by picking up second wins. I don't really have a um, an overridingly massive opinion on, on anything, that, that a unique opinion, shall I say, on anything I've seen so far. I think it goes without saying that Italy and Belgium looked impressive because they won handsomely. And those two teams look like they are on a collision course for the quarterfinal that I spoke about 
on the show. But I think until we've seen France and Portugal and Germany play, there's not too much to say. England, I think today, uh, that, was a, that was a routine win. They got that monkey off their back where they've never won the first games in a Euro, so that was good to see. But at the same time, this isn't the same Croatia team that got to the World Cup final a few years ago. So the jury is still out on a lot of stuff, but I'll be giving you my thoughts as we move through the podcast, as we move through the tournament. That's it from me. Good luck of all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.